Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Graham Abbott. Welcome once again to Classics Unlocked, a program brought to you by Universal Music and Classics Direct. It's common for people to look at Western art music in the early 20th century as being divided into two major streams those who followed Arnold Schoenberg and became serial composers, and those who followed Igor Stravinsky, either the modernist Stravinsky of the Rite of Spring or the later neoclassical Stravinsky of Pulcinella and Dumbarton Oaks. To these two mighty influences, I and many others would add a third, although this composer left no school of composition which others followed. His music was, by and large, influenced by his researches into folk music traditions, and he also wrote works with starkly modernist characteristics. To the Austrian Schoenberg and the Russian-French-American Stravinsky, we must add the Hungarian Béla Bartók, not only one of the great composers and music educators of the 20th century, but also one of its great pianists, and a pianist who wrote an enormous amount of wonderful music for the piano. In 1954 and 55, the Hungarian pianist Andor Földesch recorded a great deal of Bartók's piano music, around three and a half hours worth, and these were immediately hailed as landmark performances. The pianist was, after all, one of Bartók's students and friends. The recordings were awarded the Grand Prix du Disque, in 1957, and on their re-release in 1982, they won a Deutsche Schallplattenpreis. The full set of recordings now have a four-disc CD release on the Eloquence label, and in this survey of Bartok's piano music, all the examples will be drawn from this set. Born on the 25th of March, 1881, in a part of Hungary which is now part of Romania, Bela Bartok grew up in a household which encouraged his musical talents. His first compositions date from the 1890s, small piano pieces, mostly in dance forms, such as waltzes, mazurkas and polkas. There were also descriptive works like The Course of the Danube, which he included in his first public recital in 1892 when he was 11. It was clear right from the start that Bartók was a gifted pianist. 
the urge to compose was also a constant during his school days, and in 1899 he was offered a place at both the Vienna and Budapest conservatories. Despite the international fame of Vienna, he opted for Budapest and began his studies there in September 1899. He was 18 and granted advanced standing in both piano and composition. During his student years, Bartok was strongly influenced by waves of nationalism which swept through Hungary around the turn of the century. He wanted something recognisably Hungarian to be present in his own music. But at the start of the 20th century, ethnic Hungarian music usually meant only one thing to both Hungarians and others, and that was what was loosely termed gypsy music. Bartok had already shown that he could emulate this popular, superficial Hungarian style, such as Liszt had done in his Hungarian Rhapsodies. But by the end of 1904, he had a new direction. He heard a Transylvanian maid singing a folk song in an adjoining room and noted it down. He wrote to his sister, Now I have a new plan to collect the finest Hungarian folk songs and to raise them, adding the best possible piano accompaniments, to the level of art songs. He discovered an entire world of varying ethnic musical cultures right on his doorstep of which he'd previously been unaware. Soon, these influences were evident in his own music. One of the piano works in which these influences bore early fruit has the collective title of Four Children. The original version had 85 pieces based on Hungarian and Slovak folk tunes, designed as teaching tools for young pianists. Bartok revised the collection in 1945, removing six pieces. These are some of the Hungarian-inspired pieces. Pillow Dance, Soldier's Song and an Allegro Robusto. Note in the Soldier's Song the prevalence of short-long, short-long rhythms, where the short note is on the beat. This is a feature of the Hungarian language and a common feature of Hungarian folk music too.
Bartok joined the staff of the Budapest Academy in 1906. It's been known as the Liszt Academy since 1925. As far as his burgeoning interest in folk music was concerned, he found a kindred spirit in his compatriot Zoltan Kodai, whom he'd met in 1905. They both taught at the Academy and both believed passionately in the need to collect, study and preserve folk songs. In 1906, they issued a joint appeal to the Hungarian people to support a complete collection of folk songs gathered with scholarly exactitude. This virtually impossible task was nevertheless the guiding mantra of their ethnomusicological passions. Bartok regarded the rural peasants as the ideal conduit for conveying the pure musical instincts of the nation. Before long, he was gathering Romanian, Ruthenian, Serbian and Bulgarian melodies, as well as those of Hungary and Slovakia. The music of Transylvania was a particular passion, and as he collected his folk material from the people who still sang it as part of a living culture, he started to classify, describe and transcribe the material for future study. Concurrently, folk music elements, scales, rhythms, structures, began to influence Bartok's own music, whether it was strictly connected with authentic folk material or not. The Bartok biographer Kenneth Chalmers, in the notes accompanying the recordings used in this program, points out that the composer went through three intense phases of piano composition. The first of these periods covers the years around 1908 to 1910. Apart from the 85 pieces in Four Children, at least seven other major piano works comprising more than 40 separate pieces can be assigned to this period of Bartok's life. That Bartok had a sense of humour is evident in the three burlesques, which were begun in 1908. The first was dedicated to his student, Marta Ziegler, and in an early draft he allowed her to select one of a number of titles for the piece, Anger Because of an Interrupted Visit, Rondoletto a Capriccioso, Vengeance is Sweet, or Play It If You Can. Eventually it was called Quarrel. Thank you. 
Marta Ziegler and Bartok married in 1909. Their son, Bela, named after his father, was born in 1910. They were married for 15 years, during which time she assisted her husband tirelessly as copyist, translator and companion on his folk song collecting expeditions. From around 1910, in the aftermath of the first performance of Bartok's first string quartet, the musical world began to give increasing recognition to Bartok as composer as much as pianist. He sought to stand apart from what he viewed as the conservative musical establishment and regularly performed his own music as well as works by Kodai and other young composers in his concerts. At a concert in Paris in 1910, he and Kodai performed in what they called a Hungarian festival. Shocked by the confronting novelty of what they heard, a critic dubbed them young barbarians. Taking the insult as a badge of honour, Bartok produced one of his most famous piano works in reply, the Allegro Barbaro of 1911. In 1912, Bartok largely withdrew from public musical life. His radical views were seen as out of step with the mainstream. Europe's slide towards the First World War exacerbated his feelings of isolation, and in 1913 he produced no works apart from a set of teaching pieces called First Term at the Piano. 
his researches into folk music, though, continued unabated. Around this time, he developed a distinct passion for Romanian folk music, and even claimed it was superior to Hungarian folk music because it was more primitive and isolated, and thereby less tainted by outside influences. Among his many Romanian-inspired works from this period are the six Romanian folk dances, composed in 1915. Originally for piano, these pieces are possibly better known in their arrangements for other forces, including the composer's own arrangement for small orchestra. This is the original version.
1914, Bartok was holidaying in France when the First World War started. Back in Hungary, his folk music collecting was severely curtailed at first by Russian incursions into Hungarian territory. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Deemed unfit for military service, he undertook with Kodai the task of collecting folk songs from soldiers. And these researches led to a patriotic concert in January 1918. Meanwhile, the situation in Hungary was more stable after 1915, which made some song-collecting excursions possible in nearby regions. 1915 is described as Bartók's Romanian year. In addition to the six Romanian folk dances, he produced a number of works which were inspired by Romanian and Transylvanian folk music, including the sonatina for piano. It consists of three very short movements. The first is called Bagpipers, and the second, Bear Dance. And even without a descriptive title, the bustling finale, too, has obvious connections with traditional music. the sonatina 1915 also marks the second intensive period of piano composition in Bartok's career. The four-movement suite for piano dates from 1916 and is a good example of Bartok using folk elements such as rhythm or harmony as building blocks in a larger more serious work as opposed to a more simple use of traditional melodies in a recognizable form. This is its third movement. Thank you. 
The end of the First World War saw the defeated Hungary enter difficult times. The nation's new boundaries after the war saw Hungary deprived of the very areas in which Bartók had found the most interesting folk material, and this virtually ended his career as a collector of folk music. He spent the remainder of his life categorising and analysing his collection, which by this stage numbered about 10,000 melodies. Hungary's political instability after the war added to the tensions, so it's perhaps not surprising that amid the post-war turmoil, Bartók the composer entered a darker, expressionist phase. The violence and darkness of these works indicates that he was, like many of his contemporaries, heading towards a completely atonal style. He himself believed this and discussed the concept in an essay published in 1920. How this might have clashed in his own mind with his interest in folk music is perhaps indicated in a piano work written the same year, the eight improvisations on Hungarian peasant songs. In these, Bartók seems to connect the essentially tonal world of folk music with his new direction away from conventional tonality. At first, Bartók stated that these two disparate worlds, tonal folk song and atonality, could coexist. He wrote, The opposition of the two tendencies reveals all the more clearly the individual properties of each, while the effect of the whole becomes all the more powerful. These are the second and third improvisations from the set. Thank you. 
It was at this time that Bartok's marriage to Marta Ziegler suddenly ended. In August 1923, he married Dita Pastori and dedicated to her his next work, a set of songs called Village Scenes. Their texts deal with marriage, love and babies, and the couple had a son, Peter, in 1924. Four visits to Italy in the mid-twenties stirred Bartok's long-standing interest in Baroque keyboard music. Coupled with a number of other stimuli, including hearing Stravinsky's Concerto for Piano and Wind, Bartok in 1926 entered into what is often referred to now as his piano year, the third intensive period of piano composition. By this time, he was fully indulging an aggressive, percussive style, as well as creating music of ethereal subtlety and beauty. In the second half of 1926, he composed the Piano Sonata, two collections of piano pieces, one called Out of Doors and the other called Nine Little Piano Pieces, and the first piano concerto. Out of Doors, a set of five virtuoso pieces, contains one of the first expressions of Bartok's trademark night music sounds, which would find its fullest expressions in later years in the Fourth Quartet, the Music for Strings, Percussion and Celeste, and the Concerto for Orchestra. Called The Night's Music, the fourth of the five pieces in Out of Doors creates a night scene full of fears, shadows and menacing bird calls.
The piano sonata, at more than 12 minutes in duration, is one of Bartok's longer works for his own instrument, and a major addition to the piano sonata repertoire. It's a demanding workout for the pianist, requiring great stamina to bring it off effectively. In 1931, Bartok turned 50, and he received accolades and honours from across Europe to mark the event. Budapest, though, remained largely unresponsive to his music. The rising power of the fascists in Hungarian politics meant that a modernist like Bartok was completely out of step with the conservative and repressive demands of the time. Bartok, for his part, refused to even appear to be supportive of what his country had become politically. None of his major works in the remaining 15 years of his life received their premieres in the Hungarian capital. In 1934, Bartok was given a full-time position as an ethnomusicologist at the Budapest Academy of Sciences, a position he held for six years. With Kodai and a team of researchers, he continued and developed his study of Hungarian folk music. In the late 30s, his performing career also developed with increased international appearances. With his new wife, Dita, who was also a fine pianist, he developed a new professional partnership. In January 1938, they together gave the premiere of one of Bartok's most important and popular works, the Sonata for Two Pianos and Percussion. The 1930s saw the creation, over several years, of Bartok's largest work in terms of length, Microcosmos. This miniature world is a monument of music education, and by 1939 it had grown into six volumes comprising 153 progressively graded works for piano students. With folk music at its core, Microcosmos takes the pianist from being a beginner to a moderate player, then an advanced one, and on to being of a professional standard. 
Here are just a few examples. This is from book four, a piece called Wrestling. And from book five, this is called Chords Together and Opposed. From near the end of book six, by which time the pianist needs to be extremely advanced indeed, we have Ostinato.
From the end of 1939 until 1943, Bartok composed no new music. His ethnomusicological work was attacked on absurd political grounds by zealots of varying political persuasions, especially the fascists. Bartok considered relocating to the USA, but felt obliged to stay in Hungary to care for his aging mother. But her death in 1939 made it possible for him to leave. The composer and his wife left Hungary near the end of 1940, and the composer lived in the United States for his remaining few years. Bartok found a mixed reception for him and his music in America. He undertook regular concert tours, but turned down offers of permanent teaching posts. He had a small number of private students. Increasing ill health led to his hospitalization in 1943, and initial diagnoses of lung and blood disorders eventually developed into a diagnosis of leukemia. Bartok's final works were written during this last illness. These included the Concerto for Orchestra, written to fulfill a commission from the Kosovitsky Music Foundation, the Sonata for Solo Violin, written for Yehudi Menuhin, the Third Piano Concerto, written for his wife Ditta, and the Viola Concerto, written for William Primrose. But as far as his solo piano music was concerned, Mikrokosmos was his final testament. Bela Bartok died in New York on the 26th of September 1945. He was 64. While the Concerto for Orchestra in particular was a huge hit from its first performances in 1943, Bartok didn't live to see the amazing growth in the popularity of his music generally, which took place after the Second World War. Hungarian conductors and instrumentalists took his music around the world. Today, the music of the 20th century is unthinkable without that of Bela Bartok, a fitting tribute to this amazing creative genius. The final six pieces in Mikrokosmos make up a self-contained suite called Six Dances in Bulgarian Rhythm. We'll end this overview of the piano music of Bela Bartok with the last of these brilliant pieces. The performances used in this program featured the Hungarian pianist Andor Földes, a student and friend of Bela Bartok. They were recorded in Germany in 1954 and 55 and have been reissued on the Eloquence label. It's a brilliant introduction to a staggering body of work. My thanks to Tom Ford and Jakub Garoszynski for the technical production of Classics Unlocked. My name's Graham Abbott.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.